Well, good morning. This is Pastor Dan again with God Talk number 89. And I'm still going to go down this road of transformation. I uh, have worked on it in various series in the past, and uh, it's just something I want to share. It's something I want in my own life. I hope you do in yours. And how to try to tease it apart and try to break it down and figure out how to make it really work. I call this one, based on a title from a well-known book by Roger Dudley, The World, Love It or Leave It. And... Uh, so I had just come back from a Middle Eastern trip, so there's a lot of stories from there in this message. We had taken 48 people, and I <laughs> I asked everybody in church, turn off your recorders and TV cameras, because I'm going to talk about dancing. I don't want you to report me anywhere. But we were in a group on a, what they call a Jesus boat on the Sea of Galilee. And I don't know if they did this on every boat, but they certainly did it with us. They're playing CDs of these great Jewish sort of uh, happy songs, Hava Nagila and all that. And uh, all of a sudden, they they said, "Hey, you want to you want to dance to that?" So they moved all the chairs back, and pretty soon there was a group, and uh, they're showing us how to do it, and we're moving in a circle and doing a little step. It's dancing. I don't know how to dance, but I was in there too. We're all almost all of us were pastors from New Zealand and here. It was a great moment and uh, happy and felt good. But of course, that was holy and religious dancing. <laughs> but there was another night that we were on uh, the ship going down the River Nile. We took a train down to by the Aswan Dam, and then we rode this brand new boat all the way back to Cairo. And each uh, night we would go for a ways, and then during the day we would be by another city of Luxor or Valley of the Kings and Queens or something. And at night, uh, we would have a mini banquet, and then the young people would go up on top of the deck, I found out, and they were dancing up there, Arab, happy Egyptian dances, completely pure, no sexuality, no crazy music, just a young people having a great time. And, of course, they wanted me to get in the group. I'm the old senior pastor. I did not know what to do. I didn't know how to do. I don't know how they know what to do. But I, I clapped and moved around a little bit and hoped that they would, <laughs> that they would be satisfied. But I looked around and saw how much fun these young people were having. Godly, wonderful people. And I thought, you know, if I really knew how, could I just cut loose and not worry about elders watching or church leaders watching? and just have a great time dancing with these people. But I couldn't do it. I've got 67 years of being a certain kind of person and the way I was raised and the way I was taught and certain things that good Christians just didn't do. And the question is, today, was I in the world? I'm out on the Sea of Galilee. Was that compromising? Mixing Jesus and the world out there, having a happy little Hava Nagila dance? What it says, 1 John 2.15, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loved the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Was that the world? Was that the world on top of the boat going down the Nile River, having a little happy Arab dance there? When does it go over the line when you are compromising? It says in Genesis 3.15 that Jesus was going to put enmity between you and the woman. 
And God is saying, I'm going to put enmity between us and Satan. I will make you enemies. I will make war between you. So maybe the problem, why we still go ahead and sin here and there and struggle with certain sins all our lives, we don't have enough sense of enmity, this anger, anger against sin, make it enemies. We're not really convinced that it's that bad. We weren't in a club there. <laughs> smoke filled with crazy music and that everything is sexual and uh, you're going to see who you're going to go home with who we're on a tour of the holy land we're on top of a boat cruising the nile river with a group of young pastors who are just jumping around a little with some arabic music what do you think what do you think i have a cousin who was a missionary in Taiwan for many years, a few years older than me. And when he was there, he took his 13-year-old daughter downtown, and one night they were outside some restaurants, and they were offering snake. And he said there were skinned snakes hanging from the, from the ceiling. And you could choose from the door which snake you wanted, and they would cook it, lay it out on a plate for you, and cook it, and you would eat this meat. And he said he watched his daughter, and his daughter just began to crumble. And just before she hit the ground, he caught her. There's no way she wanted to eat snake. And you and I would say, we have plenty of enmity against snake. But I don't have enmity on some, some other things. A great story from Jordan, where we were years ago and where I was a few months ago, and we saw the same person. He's now a senator for all of the country of Jordan. We had a little mix-up over the dinner plans for that night. That was too bad. We didn't get his email. So when I got back to the hotel, he was sitting there at 10 o'clock waiting for us. Our plane is leaving at 2 in the morning, and he wanted to take my cousin and me out. And so what else can we do? We drive in the car with him. He takes us to this great little store and we eat kanafa. Great kanafa. I mean, it's just pure sugar and baklava. And he gives me another box of it to take back to my room and we brought it home with us. It's just great. I don't have any enmity against that. I have enmity against snake, but not enough enmity against a lot of kanafa. We were in Amsterdam. And somehow where I parked the car and we couldn't find any other parking spot ended up as we started walking in the middle of what they call the red light district. Did I want to go to the red light district? No. Do I believe in that? No. Have I ever used that? Gone there? No. I have no use for that. I have enmity against that. But if you show me a certain movie, maybe, or the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue or something, that's more tempting. Not enough enmity. The difference is how much enmity is in with us. I'm not tempted to buy a Uzi and go to a school and shoot everybody. Most of us can be tempted to hold a grudge against somebody who's hurt us. The guy who gave me an A- minus in a class. People who cheated on us years ago. How do we work that through? Anyway, we're working on transformation. But the, one of the secrets of being transformed is this issue of enmity. So we're just going to ask God today to give us enmity against those things that will hurt us that will damage other people. We hate it, we don't want to do that. And we want to be convinced of it. God put enmity in our hearts against anything that would dishonor God in any way, shape, or form. God bless you, we'll see you tomorrow and we'll take another crack at this. The world, love it, or leave it.